episode of Raw and Unscripted. I'm Jake. I'm Dominic. I'm Zig. Welcome back to another episode of Raw and Unscripted. Today is a good episode. We're going to cover a little bit of NBA up front and then work our way into some Robinson Cano talk, maybe some New Orleans Saints quarterback talk, and maybe wrap it up a little bit with uh, Dustin Johnson and his Masters victory. Uh, yeah, so real quick, I'm just going to hop in here. We're going to go a little, little quick, quick news. Quickest you've ever seen. We're talking about <laughs> Kelly Oubre. Quickest you've ever seen. Yeah, that's right. So, so right, Kelly Oubre, so he was part of the, the Chris Paul trade. Let's just start with that, right? He got traded to the Warriors yesterday, though. How did he get there? He went to the Thunder first via the Chris Paul trade, like I said. And apparently the, the Warriors were like, yeah. But he's on the – yeah. He got traded from the Thunder to the Warriors for – a, a protective. So, so Don, let me let me get this straight. So you're saying he's been on three he teams. From, he went from the Suns to the Thunder and then to the Warriors in like two days. Wow. Actually, who knows if he actually went to Oklahoma City? So let's not let's it's not jump to ourselves. conclusions there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's in a he's in a Warrior now. Um, protected first round pick. And I'll, that does help the Warriors. Indeed, because Clay tore his Achilles. Yes. So they got another wing player here. I, I don't okay. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like we're all just kind of talking sarcastically, like right now, because like we don't really know the NBA very well. But no, I was serious. I mean, uh, I just I just thought it was funny that he was on. Like the Kelly Uber Kelly Uber is solid. I, I, I mean, know he's enough not about Clay Thompson though. I know that right, right. But it at least fills a little bit of the void. Yeah, and I think um, they're they're a different team without Clay. Like. And then they add what they got Wiseman right from the draft. Who's I think that's kind of cool. Wiseman's gonna be a stud. I, know I, I, I like the idea of having because like, especially in the top five, top ten, like you see a lot of guys go to bad teams, so you have to see them like they have the ball every play, and that they're like you know the teams are relying on them. But like whereas with the Warriors and Wiseman, like he's a top three pick, but he doesn't have a lot of pressure on him. So I think it's I'm interested. I did see uh, someone like there's like someone on Twitter or Sports Center or something. Was saying that Wiseman watches a lot of like Anthony Davis game tape, so like he tries to replicate his game after Anthony Davis. If he can be like half the player, like seventy-five percent of the player that Anthony Davis is, he's going to be like the Warriors are going to be really I, good again. I feel like that's the kind yeah. of guy that Warriors have need. Like, if anything, over the last you know over their dynasty here, like they've always needed that like big guy. And I mean, they had Bogut, but oh, Andrew Bogut, nice. Ugh. And Steph's but, back this year. Yeah, they're dude. They're dangerous again. I mean, I know Clay's hurt, but they're still dangerous. So I mean, well, so they got Steph, Ubre, Draymond, James Wiseman. I, I don't know about the rest of their team, but that's they're not very deep. They never have been though. Yeah. But I mean, I I still think you know when those guys are on the floor, like it's gonna be hard to beat them. So uh, they're definitely still you know around. So talking about this, like the, like the Thunder, so I'm pretty sure I saw that they have like 17 first-round picks in the next like six or seven years. Yeah, it's, it's some crazy How insane is that? It's, it's almost like they're trying to do it again where like, remember when they got Russ, Harden, and Durant? It's like they just built through the draft and like got all these monsters throughout the years. And like, I mean, they're looking like they could do that and some with all these well, picks. Speaking of Russ, Durant, and Harden, there's talks about Harden going to the Nets. What do we think about that? I hope he goes to the 76ers, just for the sake of the league. I agree I with like, 
I don't, I don't want him. I don't, I don't want him to go there. But I also just like, please don't go to the Nets. Please. You know who's probably going to be pissed if he goes to the Nets? Kyrie. Kyrie. Oh yeah. yeah. Like he got away from LeBron to like be be more of the guy, and then he has KD, and then if you add in Harden, like yeah. I Kyrie's think. I, I honestly think Kyrie's happy to be playing with Kevin Durant. I feel like they match well, at least drama personality-wise. They're both um, kind of uh, confrontational, and and uh, I think that they can actually Controversial play at times. Controversial at times, yeah. And I think James Harden would just bring a whole lot of extra baggage with him that Kyrie probably does not want to deal with. I also saw that Durant and Harden like had a dinner to like talk about possibly joining up with the Nets, and I'm like, Kyrie's not there, so not, <laughs> we're already already starting off on on a wrong foot. They're already trying to find ways to trade him. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. That I don't like the thought of that of those three on the same team. I just don't. I don't know what the big deal. What the, what the big issue is in Houston? Like, what's the big deal in Houston? Why do you want to get out so bad? I they're I don't know where they're going. Like, what's their direction right now? Houston, Dude, Houston. Yeah, I just like I know that for the long time they've been trying to contend, but like now there's with especially with the rumors circling about him and Westbrook. No, what I'm like, saying is like, why do why do Westbrook and Harden want out so bad? I don't think that they both want out. I just think they don't want to play with each other. And yeah, they both want to also play for contenders. I mean, clearly they're winners and. I, I could definitely see them both leaving, honestly. I, I know it sounds crazy, but I don't I don't understand that move for the Rockets standpoint. Why would you yeah, like what yeah, that's why I'm wondering, like where what is their plan? Well if you trade both of them, you're agreeing Terrible. to go into like a full rebuild. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. But I know unless you, they, unless you got assuming something they get like picks decent. for those guys. Unless you got something decent in return. Like another I mean, unless, well, yeah, unless you're targeting like, star swap. The way that picks are flying, dude, like Freaking, what's his face? Covington got like two first round picks back, and like Drew Holiday too. Like, I mean, those are solid players, but like James Harden is like those guys times ten. Yeah. So like, I could only imagine that they could get like multiple solid first round picks and like good pieces. Man, I I I I just hate the fact. Am that... I wrong? No, no, you're right. It just it it bugs me. I don't know because it, it, NBA is just unlike other. It's, I was just going to say that. You know what drives me crazy is that a player has the audacity and actually the capability to say, man, I don't like to, I don't like to play with this guy. Uh, get me out of here. And they go, oh, okay, man, ship him off somewhere. There's too many personalities. Like, can you imagine? And I'm just thinking baseball, obviously. If I'm catching a guy and I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't like this pitcher. Uh, coach, not playing today. Let me Get me out of here. Like, what the hell's that all about? It's just – it's the thing about basketball. It's like we always say, like, once you get LeBron, like, you're a playoff contender. Like, one guy can make such a big difference. So, like, when two big dudes clash heads, it's, like, big problems. And, I mean, they True. can still win games, but, like, generally speaking, in a seven-game series. They, they were good – they're good buddies, though. At least that, that was my impression. Who? Harden and Westbrook? Yeah. I mean, maybe, like – Outside of basketball? But, like, behind the scenes, they probably clashed a little bit. I mean, Clearly, they I both want the Harden, ball. I follow Harden on Instagram, and he's posted about Harden on his, or Westbrook on his birthday and shit. That's what I'm saying, like to the public, maybe. But 
behind the scenes. Yeah, but, it's a, but it's like his personal Instagram account. I don't know. It just seems okay. Like okay, Jake, okay. that, that's still in public. Like he's still. No, I understand. No, I, I understand. I understand, but I don't know. It was just my impression. That they, also, they let's just like make like just to like clear this up. Like the rumors for Harden weren't really begun yet. Like a, you know, a week or two ago, and, and it was just about Westbrook and Westbrook wanting the ball. So like that's the first thing I read was that Westbrook was like, no, I don't want to be second fiddle anymore. And he wants to be the guy. And I think that once that kind of came out and I don't know, I think the Rockets are realizing that they don't know what they can get for Westbrook, like realistically with his contract. I thought Harden said bye-bye. He owed so much money. It's, it's massive. And yeah, those, NBA, those NBA contracts are ridiculous. Didn't, so now it's just – Didn't James you know, Harden decline a $50 million deal? That's what I'm saying. That just yeah. wouldn't – like what other sport would that happen in? Fifty, like, what's he? I mean, I it like, makes it makes sense because they get so much money from like TV deals, and like there's less players on the roster, so like it makes sense. But it just like kind of pisses me off. Yeah, that he that he could turn that down. Yes, yes, and, and that he's still okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, meanwhile, meanwhile, like the best players in like the NHL are getting like Petrangelo got like eight million dollars a year. And he's like <laughs> the top five D men in the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, nature, I don't know. It's the nature of the game, man. No, crazy. It is crazy. Um, but other than that, for news, I mean, that's that's really it. I mean, the draft just happened. We didn't really talk about that in there, but. Um, what so I mean, what I, do you think about the draft, Dom? Any, any uh, thoughts? I love Obi Toppin. Ain't no and, stopping Obi Toppin? No, no stopping. <laughs> RJ is going to lob to Obi Toppin probably like thousands of times in their career. And maybe the, new the other way around. And Mitch Robinson as well. Like, I'm just excited. Oh, oh Mitch Robinson. Watch out. Dom, Dom is getting pumped for a solid subpar season. Oh, I mean, in the East, you can be subpar and make the playoffs, man. So, Hey, watch out. If they get Gordon Hayward, they're a contender. I mean, I think if they add another Don't even like to say piece, that. no, not like contender contender, okay, but okay. I was to say they're gonna make the playoffs. That's I won't go any <laughs> I won't go any further than that yet. Like, yeah, come nice, on. nice, nice eight seed just to get bounced in the sweep yeah, for real. At this point, though, with the NBA draft, it's like I don't know. Like this year, we got eighth and we got lucky that Obi fell to us. But like, I think like once you get outside the top ten, it's like like it's not even what, like the difference between. Think. I just think that like you either be a top five pick. Or you just try and win. Like I almost think it's not worth like those some of those. But with the with the NBA lottery, how it is, you can't really like go tanking. Yeah, well, I mean, you can tank, but it's still not a guarantee. Teams still do it <laughs> yeah. every yeah. year. Yeah. Which you think, you think that's what the Jets the are doing? You know, think that's what the Jets are doing? The Jets, the Jets are yeah. definitely tanking. They know what quarterback is sitting there. You think, but you think that they're throwing footballs around on the field, thinking, "I hope you intercept this so that we can lose." No, no, I don't think that. I don't know. It's more I mean, of a from the top thing. It's like the yeah, guys up top I, are like, "Well, this guy who thinks he's good, like Sam Darnold, Adam Gase, etc., we'll just keep him around, and they'll lose for us." I think that's yeah. the only reason that they're, they're keeping Adam Gase. Absolutely. Like, I mean, there's no. I. There's I don't no think they're going to fire him. At this point, they're not. Like, no, they will in the, after the season. But okay. Like, yeah. Like the I mean, day if they haven't, yeah, if they haven't fired him yet, like there's no chance he's getting fired this season. Well, there's yeah, no like, reason to fire him now. No. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. You're, like, you're, what, you're, what are you gonna do? Get a guy in there to now win three games? Like, 
cool. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they don't want to win games. And, yeah, like, exactly. it's, look at Houston, like, or teams like that. Like, there's a lot of examples in the NFL of firing coach, winning a few games. So, I think the Jets know that. And I mean, that's what the Falcons have done. They won games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The players seem to rally. So, I don't – the Jets don't want their players to rally. That's funny. Seem to, seem to rally. No, no rallying allowed in the Jets The departure of a coach. That's funny. Well, I want uh, to talk about the Taysom Hill. Uh, I was going to say we should just think a little bit. So it came out today, right, that Taysom Hill has been announced as the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. I can't believe that's over right. Jameis Winston. What is what is going on right now? And I know is, it's Jameis. Is that time out? Is that like a like a real thing? Because of there's nothing going on with Jameis, right? It's not like he's hurt or up, something, bummed no, up no, hamstring or. Hand, or, like they're actually going with Taysom over Jameis. Yeah, that's actually yeah. happening. Why did they sign Jameis? Yeah, I don't know. I like you know what yeah, I mean. Well, like, I was, that was a weird. That was a weird signing in the first place. I thought well, for him to go was, there. I agree but, generally. But, at the, like, but it kind of made sense because it was like, oh well, Drew Brees is on his way out. Maybe he could stick a year and then play. But like, what the hell is he doing now? If they're going exactly. to go with Taysom, okay, okay, but just look at the money. Follow the money. Jameis Winston's making a million dollars a year. No. He's making ten and a half million dollars a year. I will not. I will not follow the follow money. Follow the money. It's Taysom. Taysom Hill's making ten and a half million a year? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's got a two-year, $21 million contract. What? What are the – like, why? I want him – like, I hate what, to say this, but I want him to What are they spending money on? What are they spending money on? He's 31. A, wild, a wildcat guy who – Runs the football. Where the defense, where the defense knows exactly what they're gonna do before oh, the play. Like he's gonna think, run it. He's gonna. Do you think that Taysom Hill this Sunday throws over under sixteen passes? Oh, that's a good line. Oh, it's a good. No, it's not. I'll I'm, say over. I'm uh, really. I think I was gonna say under. I'm I mean, no one throws under. sixteen passes in the, like that's. Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, Kirk Dude. Cousins did the game. Kirk Cousins did the game that Cook went off. That's why I'm thinking. Look, man, I just think run. that there's. I just think that there's going to be a lot of running. It's going to be a lot of Taysom Hill and Kamara. Atlanta's. Um, They're going to sprinkle in some throws by Taysom to keep the defense honest. Come, I think Kamara. Pff, over under eight catches. I mean, give me Kamara twelve. What you say? Currently questionable. He's questionable. Yes. I hope. Well, well, if he plays, he'll get the ball. Play. I'm thinking, do you, do you think uh, – how many deep balls do you think Taysom is going to throw, meaning over 20 yards? See, I think Taysom Hill can throw. Like, I, we've seen – I've seen him throw before. I think he's going to – I think he's going to be kind of, like, dumb and try to go for big plays when oh. he can just check it down. Like, Dom was saying he thinks Kamara is going to get eight catches from, like, checkdowns. I don't know how much Taysom Hill is really going to check it now. I think they're going to run their offense that way. Like, don't yeah, you think I think he's going to get already, a lot of like, drawing plays up like that. Okay, well, yeah, well, you put it that way. Well, I was gonna, just like, you know like, what I mean? In like, terms of check downs. Like, think mean. about when Taysom comes in now and, like, he's taking the snap and Kamara's next to him. And almost every time, it's like either handoff or fake handoff. Like, I almost feel like that's how they're going to start every play. It's going to be run, run pass option and, like, quick. But it's going to be run a lot like a high school offense or something, where it's a like, lot of read options, running with different players. Quick maybe, throws. Quick throws. I didn't see it, Michael Thomas. I don't know if I am. I will. I think I will. I was really excited to see Jameis, and now I'm let down a little bit. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited to see Taysom Hill like on every snap, 
just to see what they like draw. If you're if you're a Michael Thomas fantasy owner, this got this has got to be bad news, right? Oh, this is terrible news. Yeah, terrible it's bad. News. It's like bad. it's already bad enough that MT's been underperforming like crazy. Hurt, Hurt and when he has played, he's done terrible. nothing more than a. I mean, Michael Thomas is probably the only pass catcher you can start in fantasy that for the Saints. I, well, I'm, unless, I'm you, unless you count Kamara, yeah. I do because he's their leading receiver. I, on the I do count Kamara because he yeah, well, he catches yeah, just sure. enough to be a going by that, Yes. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'll, I'm interested to see who he throws the ball to, but I, you're right. Like, I don't see it being anyone different than Michael Thomas and Kamara, and then Jared Cook will catch three or four. That, it kind of upsets me that Taysom Hill is the quarterback. It's not upset just, me. Yeah, I know. You love it because you get to play him at tight end in the uh, fantasy football league. If you get to play him at tight end, people, you're lucky. You're Does lucky. Does he actually hey. play, like, line up at tight end? I, no, it, that's the thing that confuses like, me. Is that why did they ever make him a tight end in the first place? Yeah, I he's never. He's more of a wide receiver, like a running back, than a tight end. Because they would yes. put him into blocks sometimes, I guess. But like, I really uh, could have understood if ESPN put him in as like a quarterback or wide receiver or quarterback, running back, or any of those yeah. three combinations. But tight end. The fact that Especially it's tight just, end makes all the difference in fantasy because like they're the no one. Yeah. In fantasy, sucks. Do you think, do you think that the, the people, the people over at ESPN right now, are like, "Oh man, there's no tight ends out there on the on the waiver wire I can pick up," him. and they're like, "They're like, oh, I'll make him taste a pill real quick, tight end, put him in my lineup, boom." Yeah. Pick him <laughs> up, pick him up first, and then they changed his. Has he been a tight end like all year? I think like, so. Yeah. He's a tight end all year. Yeah. He, I mean, he's played literally everywhere, pretty much. Yeah. That's what ten and a half million gets it. He's got to play everywhere. Oh my goodness! Like, hey boys, I'm I'm sorry that you just weren't as smart as me to pick him up. So I mean, I have uh, Rob Gronkowski, who's one of the actual playable tight ends in fantasy football. So he's, he's a real playable tight end. though. What? What do you say, Zig? Is he playable? I mean, the only consistent tight end you're going to find is Travis Kelsey. I yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, even then though, like out of the last five weeks, I think Gronk's been good four of them. So. Last week he had two catches and was the number one tight end. Yeah. Well, it's because yeah, of I mean, You're just not going to get that every week, though. I, well, that's the point about tight ends, though. That's why having Taysom Hill, like, he he could score five points and you'd probably be better off than half the league. I mean, who, would you start anyone else over Taysom Hill at tight end besides Travis Kelsey? I don't, no, I don't no, think I would definitely start not. No. I mean, no. Not even no. Waller in a good matchup. Yeah. Waller's been – I think it's just the Raiders' offense not feeding him that much. It's like he's been fine when he's given the opportunity, but his opportunity is just slim right now. He's good. Like he led the, he led the uh, the Raiders in all of targets and catches and yards, and he had like four or five fantasy points. Yeah, they like to run the ball. I mean, the last few weeks, especially Booker and Jacobs are like getting double-digit carries. You know, Booker's actually out. like been yeah. It's, I, he's I, not. I, it's like a. 1A, 1B, it's not even like a backup, it seems like. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. All right, gentlemen, how is that bet going? I saw that the Seahawks won last night. So, I think I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, so remind, yeah. me, remind me what the bet was again. Seahawks, so, it's, it's really so 25 took, bucks. Yeah, Dom took the Seahawks to get the number one seed in the NFC, and I pretty much just took the field. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. And you feel good bet. about that, Zig? Because they won. Well, I feel pretty good. I mean, I would feel better if – He has a game at hand with one. three teams. 
If Cardinals won last night, I I would say Dom is pretty dead. But I was gonna say, yeah. Um, well, I mean, the, I mean, Cardinals the, the Seahawks. Were... Listen, listen, the Seahawks are seven and three, but the Saints are seven and two. The Buccaneers are seven and three. And the Packers are seven and two. And you got the Rams right there at six and three, and then I mean the Cardinals are still in it. So I think there's a lot more teams that are there for me to win still. So I'm feeling good. All right, you ready for this next four games for the Seattle Seahawks? Giants. Wait, I missed one. Philadelphia, Giants, Jets, football team. Hey, don't underestimate the NFC East, Don. <laughs> <laughs> don't underestimate them. Ooh. And then they have the Rams in San Francisco. I think they, they could win all those games, first of all. I think yeah, they but will. Don't, but don't the Cardinals and Rams play all those teams too? Uh, well, some of them already have. They, they will have to play those teams, yes, but like some of these games have already happened. It seems that's, like that's the Seahawks have played only one of the East teams so far, and then they have three left. So I know, like for example, like the Cardinals – but see, yeah, but that's not the thing. Is that the, the Seahawks? They should be able to be, beat out the rest of the, their division. I would so, say. Yeah. I mean, they just lost to the Rams. I know that, and I and I do. I believe in the Rams. I I pick them in for a playoff spot. But uh, I think that uh, the Seahawks are one of those teams. You don't. You don't. You know what I mean? Like fool me are once. Your, are you talking uh, yourself up? Are you making yourself feel better? No, no. I mean, look at how they lost to the Cardinals the first time, and then they play the Cardinals this time. They figured it out. They know how to win the game. I mean, Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll won't lose the same team twice. Okay. Like a, I feel like when they play the Rams next time, he's going to be just overly optimistic. I don't know if okay. you're right or wrong. I just think I'll make a optimistic. separate bet that they win the rest of their freaking games. Not really, but oh, I feel really? pretty confident. In that. How many bets are you trying to make, dude? How much money I, are you trying look, to lose? Man, I like making money. Hey, hey, that the, the Evo's pizza delivery. He's just got a ton of money now. He just wants. <laughs> look, if I pay all my bets out in one dollar bills, which I have a lot of, it'd be pretty <laughs> easy, guys. <laughs> wow! But you know you what? Be, I'm not yeah, you got to be careful flashing all those one dollar bills around. I'll just tell you that much. People always have questions. People are gonna people are gonna get the wrong impression of you. You never I know. That. That, I will say that, uh, like this week and last week, is probably the first time that I don't think I'm winning the MVP picks. What do you mean? Don't think you're winning the MVP picks? I don't think I'm winning. I don't think Russ is the leader anymore. Oh, you mean you think Mahomes? Is yeah, the leader? I agree. I don't think Russ I think is Mahomes the leader. is the leader. It's one of those things, it's like, it's almost, like, the way I see it, it's like, we were so, like, oh, Russ, magic for, like, a few weeks or whatever, four or five weeks, but Mahomes clearly just has, like, he hasn't had a bad week, you know what I mean? Like, he's just good every week, and then his stats add up, and then you look at it, and you're like, wait a second, those are just as good, and then, wait, he only has four interceptions, or whatever the hell it is? Like, he only has one. I, I'm pretty sure it's only one, because oh, he had well, a bye last week, so he's still only at one. Even one better. Pick. Yeah. Or maybe it was four turnovers. I don't know what the hell I saw. I, uh, that's a number that was in my head for some reason. But uh, it's hard to believe he's got three fumbles. Yeah, you got to think wrong. that you you still have good chances with all three of yours. Like Oh, definitely. I got yeah, one so, guy one guy only I'm banking on, and, and it's not Matt Stafford. It's Tom Brady to win that. Yeah, and the Bucs the Bucks are going to have to – I mean, if he does what he did last week, every week. It, no, I know. I there. mean, there's still a chance. Yeah, I mean, and he doesn't Rogers have to play the Saints there. again. Aaron Rodgers there too. Yeah, the Saints, he hates the Saints. <laughs> Who's Saints drive him up a wall. I, I know that we're saying so I think we're all agreeing right now that like Mahomes is number one up there. Yeah. I mean of course it's all close, but I think this like 
if you want to talk about like who's second, it's really close between like three guys probably. I think you could say Rogers is second too. Okay. So I don't even know if Russ is 